Real good. Drill good. Drill good. Real 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 good. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome back to another edition of America's Best Worst Canadian Sports Podcast. It's a real good show with you for episode 70, an episode number that I don't really have any sort of witticism attached to. I can't think of anyone who's worn that number before, but regardless. There's got to be like a goalie maybe. Like a f- 70 kind of feels like a goalie number. Like didn't maybe like Michael Neuverth wear that for a while or something? I don't know. It's, de- it's like a call up from the minor leagues. Number yeah, like a yeah number. but I still feel like they'd be like 71 or 74. Well, I know because Poopa used to wear 74 for sure. Well, regardless, Justin Morissette with you once again. With me, as always, is... Stefan Heck. John Cullen. And with us for this very special episode with guests throughout, once again, back-to-back, episode-long guests. Joining us this time is... Oh, do I say my name? Yeah. Oh, I'm, my name's Chris. <laughs> I'm say the whole one, Chris James. Comedian Chris James is here. Chris, thank you for uh, for being with us. No problem. I wish I was here last show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was. It was pretty nice. Episode sixty nine. <laughs> At the good. beginning, did you guys were you like? Did you do the sex visit? Did you do the thing where you guys, where people do oral sex on each other at the same time? <laughs> like, yeah, did we actually. What, yeah, at the no. beginning of the show, that's what we did. Yeah. And then, you, yeah, one of you guys was just on the mic and the other two were doing that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, well, no, I just meant, I just meant like that I would have been. Did we make like a reference? To, yeah, yeah. And I yeah, just we, thought, did, we, we did, did yeah. sex noises. Yeah. I, well, there I, were, I, I played a porn live. And we had a fourth person here also. So that we were just all, we partnered off basically. That's really yeah. cool, yeah. man. I wish I was there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe when the show's over this week, I mean, we'll see. It'd be mean, cool to get a recount on these episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe this is secretly episode 69. Yeah, Jill Stein is actually funded in an episode yeah. Count yeah. as we speak. One of them is not going to count. Probably the live show is invalid. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, yeah so we could say technically this might be episode 69. <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. That's perfect. Uh, well, um, according to NHL.com, the best 70 is Oleg Tevardoski. Oh, that's okay. A cool. Well, good name. I, believe, I like the name. I believe yeah. he's dead. Oh. No, no. Didn't he? Yeah, he no, died. In the, no. He died in the plane crash. Didn't he play for the Atlanta Thrashers? No, he died in that. I guarantee he died in that plane crash. Really? I'll stake the, my with like the, the, with, honor with the Brazilian it? football team. <laughs> no, the previous the one. He is uh, most definitely still alive. So oh. I don't know what you oh. were staking on. Man, that, who am I thinking I of? Really hope his family. No, no, no. It says it says he was born. It doesn't say when he died. Yeah, it would have said it would say death. Oh, does say is not was. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. No, he's still alive. He's who am I thinking of then? Uh, <laughs> Someone named Oleg. Yeah, I think Maybe, we should look. Yeah. Uh, definitely, it's important to look up who died. Look in up the, dead uh, Oleg. <laughs> dead Oleg. Yeah. Okay, well, let's <laughs> Maybe see. Maybe it's here. Oleg Saprikin. That's the only. Oh, maybe? No. Let's see. Tepo Newman. Uh, there was someone. I mean, there was Dimitra, obviously. Alan Thick. This is like locomotive. <laughs> it was not Alan Thick. <laughs> oh, it was Carl, uh, Carl Rakunik. Rachunik, Rakunik, yeah, Carl Rakunik. Yeah, it sounds exactly like Tevardoski. No, but he's like a similar like 
right. level of play. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, they, were, they were both rated up. like NHL seven, like seventy eight overall, and right. NHL three. Tevardoski right? was good for for a bit there, though. I think with Anaheim, yeah. I think, or yeah. with New Jersey. Did, am I crazy? Did he he must play for New Jersey. He had a season sure of uh, fifty five points for Phoenix in ninety six ninety seven. Fifty one points in ninety nine oh oh. 53 points in 01. Wait, wait, what type of plus, plus minus are we talking about? Are we <laughs> offensive? There's defense? no plus minus here. Oh, back then. There's there no, well, no, <laughs> they I think there was back then. Come on. What are you looking all. at? Why? Yeah, they're for what, <laughs> Wikipedia. It doesn't have the plus minus That's for some weird. reason. I don't know what his Corsi 4 was either. It's, it doesn't listen, but <laughs> list it. But he is 15 stone, one pound. And he's still okay. alive. He's still alive. All Oleg right. Tevardovsky. Wow. He lives in Russia. You can't win them all. Do- well, Donetsk, which I think that's in Ukraine, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, well it is he now. Was born he was born in, in Donetsk, Union. Soviet yeah. Union, yeah, which is Ukraine. Yeah, there we go. Okay, anyway. Oleg Tevardovsky, you're learning well, so much more about him than you ever thought you wanted to. And lives in Russia? Like, d- don't we all live in Russia well, at this point? I mean, we're getting close. Yeah. They don't even have a runner-up. No, there's no runner-up for 70. And uh, they could only find one guy wearing 69, I, Melvin Engelstad. I've never heard of that guy. Uh, he's a career minor leaguer. Was 32 when Washington called him up for two games, and he wore 69 for two games. Should have so just given it. To did Doug they? Glad, did they outlaw it? Well, no. But Andrew Desjardins <laughs> like retired league wide. Andrew Desjardins wore 69 too, and then San Jose made him change it to number 10. They made uh, him change it because of like the connotations. Yeah. I'm pr- almost positive they forced okay. him to change. So it. what's this guy's name? Melvin Engelstad. and he played in 2003, 2004. Because that, that's like a 1930s ass name if I ever heard one. Melvin yeah. Engelstad. He's British. He's a hero. Melvin uh, Engelstad. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, there is something about him wearing 69 oh, on, in his yeah, Wikipedia Yeah, because I, I saw Mel Engelstad up there. Yeah. He originally wore number 69 with the Sharks, becoming the second player in NHL history behind Mel Engelstad to wear the number in a regular season game, though he later switched to number 10. But I, I remember hearing that the Sharks made him change it. This is a pretty Mel Engelstad heavy episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably the, a, the most Mel Engelstad heavy podcast that has ever been recorded. Time. At this Unless point. he has a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know what it's called. <laughs> something related to 69, the, obviously. The or ang- to like something about angles. Or like the Angle Stadium. <laughs> I just thought yeah. it was like. Yeah, it's like something like sixty nine and with you know, <laughs> like maybe think, maybe really. sixty nine degrees. Okay, that's yeah. an angle. Here's a great quote from. Uh, oh yeah, so rumor has it that uh, Gary Bettman made both Anglestad and his naughty number disappear. What a puss! So <laughs> when he when he was named the. Uh, this was when this is for Anglestad. Mel the Mangler Anglestad de-virginized the number for Washington during the 0304 season, but after only two televised games, both he and the number disappeared. Rumor has it that newly appointed NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman made both Anglestad and his naughty number disappear. Desjardins, on the other hand, has been able to stick around a lot longer, blah, blah, blah. He put him on the locomotive plane. Yeah. <laughs> oh my wow. That was uncalled that for. That was a really <laughs> aggressive callback. And you know what? Now that I think about it, him. the locomotive plane should have been a train, right? Yeah. Like their logo was a train. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Yes, it was a train. <laughs> so wouldn't it have made more? I mean, anyway, Desjardins right? like, once told the hockey news, I think everyone knows why I wear it. <laughs> 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 Everyone knows he loves the fuck. Yeah. Like people just know that about him. Yeah. That he's like, <laughs> <laughs> what else does that mean? Uh, yeah, it can't mean anything else. Yeah, he loves to fuck. But I'm a huge Brian Adams fan. 
<laughs> yeah, that could be it. Yeah. That could be it. It's, yeah. it's. I mean, that's the only other like reasonable. I love or, summer. Yeah. Or just I'm a goofball. Yeah, that could be the reason. Yeah, I mean, I'm just um, a bit silly. But I mean, that's something that pissed off Gary Bettman. Yeah, what a similar post. to our guest this week. That's true, but we still have to do our ads. That's true. I'm just. This is what we call a tease. Oh, okay, gotcha. you're teasing. Oh, we're story. teasing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm setting the stage for later because Chris uh, has had some run-ins with with the commissioner at some point. Yeah, uh, two different ones. <laughs> and I cannot wait <laughs> to hear more about that in just a moment. But in the meantime, we've got some business to it. Can I do a tease do. first? Sure. Uh, I got a good John Taffer story for later on. Oh, I'm so excited about so that. I got lots it's a of classic good... tease right there. Yeah, classic. So listen, tea. it's later. It's coming later. Taffer tracker classic tease yeah. two T's. That's what you were saying, right? Yeah. Yes. And it'll make you feel good about yourself. So it is a taffermation. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when did we co- did we coin that last week or was two it like two episodes ago? Like, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. Well, we only have one donor to thank this week. Oh, we. But gotta, I do have I, to play the theme. Yeah, we got to play the theme song. Sorry, my apologies. Thank you for donating to the show. To the show. You work hard for your money, that we know. That That we know. This segment's where we read out all your names. All your names. If we say it wrong, your parents are to blame. Fuck Fuck your your parents. parents. (laughs) (laughs) Only one new donor to thank this week. Mitch Pollock. Yes. Finally becomes a donor to the show. Longtime fan occasional producer i believe yeah uh and just a all-around good man and it's only right i feel like we are all as a nation subsidizing mitch's employment that's true so it's about time he subsidized ours yeah exactly i agree what does that mean he works for the cbc he's the prime minister oh does he really (laughs) 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 i have some problems with that guy (laughs) no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding Uh, so yeah, and Mitch says, uh, I did it. I pledged. I couldn't handle the guilt anymore. Stop haunting my conscience, RGS. You've done enough damage. Thanks for 69 real good episodes. Here's to 69 more. And no more than that. That's yeah, once we get to 138, it's, it's, it's just over. we all fuck and then it ends. <laughs> did you add that up on the fly or did you add that up like when you read that? No, I added it up on the fly. less than 140. Come on. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did nine plus nine and then sixty plus sixty. I just did and then you have to add nine plus sixty nine. It's not. I don't oh know. no, you can't just do it like that. That's what yeah, I have, okay. have a way. <laughs> I, okay, I did sixty plus sixty and nine plus. There nine. you go. Okay, that's what I was. But I said that and you guys laughed at me. Mm. <laughs> we laughed at Chris saying that's the way to do it. Oh, well, okay. it is wow. the way to do it. <laughs> yeah. We laughed because it's true. It's yeah. funny because it's true. Um, it's so cool how you can do math different. <laughs> <laughs> That is very cool. Yeah. <laughs> so the show That's one you... of the favorite things about math, I guess, <laughs> of that people who like math would say. You uh, teach math, probably, right? I sub it sometimes. I'm very bad at it. It's very. I actually this week I taught math in French. That's so that was a wow. real exciting. Wow. <laughs> the look too, on your face when I said that was too awesome. much for the are kids. The si- are the symbols like, like different or are they the same symbols? No, same symbols okay, and numbers. Good. But it was just like yeah. So they it's French immersion, obviously, at the school. It's right. the only high school in Surrey that has French immersion. And so I did science ten and math eight in French, but I don't really speak French, so it was just in English mostly. But French immersion in British Columbia. Welcome to Trudeau's Canada. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We're living in it. Unbelievable. <laughs> People who like math, though, probably also enjoy 
knowing that they're saving money. That's true. They, Wouldn't you agree? I'm sure they would love They'd that. They do the calculations on that and figure out how much uh, they're hanging on to in their monthly budgeting if they happen to do that. Yep. And people who like saving money are most likely to also enjoy buying and selling tickets to sports and concert events on the SeatGeek mobile app. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I use. I, I, yeah, is I that really you, what your sponsor? We, yeah, yeah. So because we talked, I think you and I talked about this, didn't we? You because you were saying you use SeatGeek when you went to the New York, right? I was in Yankees New York for stuff? two for two months, and I used SeatGeek. I went to like eight or nine. Okay, Yankees did I not games. give you? I th- I think I gave you our promo code. Maybe though. you did. Promo code real yeah, good. Yeah. Oh, I had already been using it for a while, and then you yeah. told me that you're yeah. like, yeah. So I think go. I saved an additional twenty. But I yeah. I I'm going. I used it. I'm going to a Canucks game on Sunday. Oh, nice. SeatGeek. There you go. Isn't it the best app? Absolutely. I love that I can do. Because yeah. it feels like I'm doing it as a live. <laughs> I didn't know that. that I, yeah. I'm a real big stoner, and I didn't remember that this is what you're. Yeah. That this you didn't tell me before the show. And yeah, it's. Sorry. I love it. I tell people about it all the time. Like mm-hmm. Conrad, another comedian, was like asking about getting tickets to a Canucks game, and I just said, "Here, download this app." And so, why would you say that it's better than any of its rival apps? I think it's better. I, I think it's better because it has the map. I like the map, so you can look at so the, it's a seat chart. You know exactly where you're. Yeah, be you look at it, and then you pick it out, and you can see exactly the best deal and I, I don't know there's nothing and also I mean the prices seems to be fantastic on there compared to other things yeah, I don't know big why. time yeah it's crazy I got I got tickets for $40 <clears throat> to the Canucks game so I'm yeah, going for I mean great. they're playing like fucking shit they gave up eight, eight goals and six oh, yeah. goals in the third but still I got it for $40 I got lower bowl tickets to the final tragically hip show in Vancouver side stage for 30 bucks each that's unbelievable I went to I went to the Copa America and yeah, I and I go. got tickets on SeatGeek and went to the Copa America when I was in New York. I watched the quarterfinals. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. So there are all kinds of reasons to use SeatGeek, particularly over the holiday season when you got some extra time on your hands, might want to go catch a concert or a game or something. And if you happen to do that, when you are at checkout, uh, either on the website or using the mobile app, you uh, head on over to the settings tab. Say you want to use a promo code, make sure that promo code is real good, and that will get you $20 off your first purchase with the good folks at SeatGeek, and it helps them know that helping us is good for them, and good for us also. <laughs> so, do it. It's great that there's a lot of different ways you could have said that. Yeah. And you chose, and you chose that way. English can be different, too. <laughs> That's cool that you got a good sponsor. Yeah, yeah right? And, and we, ought, we do, like, it's funny because we do talk about it on the show, and we do do a lot of ridiculous ad copy for SeatGeek, but, like, we do legitimately like it. Yeah, it's, we genuinely... It's a, it's a very good... And all we genuinely use it. all use it. I Even though we like, make crazy jokes about it every week. I mean, that makes sense. It's a, show, a comedy show, but... Yeah. But the pot, but the like other podcasts will have to do these ads, or like you'll listen to them and they're doing them for some crazy product, you know, and they have to be silly about it or something like that. And I think that would suck. I don't know. I think it would suck to be like, hey, you guys should, all these cool people, you guys should do this, and then you're like, know that it's not something <laughs> they should do that no one wants. Yeah, to do like it, afterwards yeah. you're like, ah, like I get that's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, like stamps.com. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's so many. Like, be one of those promoted tweet bloggers who's like, I've always loved Ritz crackers since I was a child. Dude, yeah. it's not just me. That ad has been all over Twitter. It, there's like seven different blogs and because I've blocked so many of yeah, them and, and they talking, keep coming. So they talk about how.
how like Ritz crackers is like such an integral part of Christmas for them, <laughs> and they have like chocolate covered Ritz crackers. Crit, and it's crit, like, yeah, how, yeah, yeah. how bad was your Christmas growing up? That like Ritz crackers. It's pronounced Christ- <laughs> right. Christmas. Yeah. Oh wait, no, I heard you the first yeah. time. I know, and I'm going to keep saying going. it. He I'm wants. Really yeah, he wants to get crit, the acknowledgement. Crit, 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 we couldn't. Crit, crit, we couldn't afford bread for stuffing in the turkey when I was a child. Ritz crackers. Shoved it full of crumbles of Ritz Did you rehydrate them? Yeah, that's funny. I love that. Marketing now is weird, right? Like, because people are always looking for weird new ways. I like this, like, uh, this uh, clothing company called Bathing Ape, and they're like based in Japan. Yeah. And uh, they only have one store in North America. It's in New York. It's like kind of an expensive sort of like. Yeah. But the only the only way I heard about them was there's a guy on Instagram called the YM Bape. And he goes around because he hates people who wear Supreme and he only likes Vayda Gabe, the, the brand Supreme. So he goes and makes people take off Supreme stuff. And he like goes into Supreme stores and knocks stuff off the oh, shelves. Oh, I've seen that guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I like saw that and I saw the stuff he was wearing and I was like, I liked a few of the shirts. And so then I, my mom, I was in New York and she would go back and forth. So she would got a couple for me. And I was like, yeah, that that's obviously a marketing thing. Somehow, I don't know right. how, like, he's yeah. doing it. He's, he has all the best bathing ape stuff, and it's, like, thousands of dollars worth of stuff. He's probably the, the owner. You know it. <laughs> I'm, not o- I'm not only the public <laughs> shamer. I'm also the owner. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, who, that, you know who is really into bathing? You got who? Ron Williams. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, there's like a bunch of pictures of him wearing that's babe. Oh, oh, that's oh, I got to show Gavin that. Gavin will yeah, love, love it. I got Gavin a babe shirt. He has a babe shirt. Okay. Yeah, he's the target market for babe. Yeah, Supreme. he's the type of kid that wants to spend over a hundred dollars on a t-shirt. Most definitely, yeah. yeah. That's how much they are. Yeah, one hundred dollars, especially yeah. this god darn friggin' exchange rate. Oh, forget it. <laughs> forget about Trudeau's it. Canada. Yeah, welcome <laughs> to it. Speaking of marketing ploys, we got accused of doing that last week when we got into the the rumor mongering game. Right. That that was somehow well, we didn't get accused of that shadow so much last week as we did today. Our uh, <laughs> our podcast. No, I'd say that was a bigger ploy last week than today, because not a ploy or an, an accusation rather, because that was specifically teased out as information that would be revealed on the show. Well, to be fair, some people it, took it was a, to that. it was a ploy. Like I wanted to say it so people would listen to the show. <laughs> True, and it yeah. worked. That's what. So a ploy if you're listening is. to the show. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Stefan is a con- content creator yeah. for uh, our sh- our program. He created content. Though right? that that was a legitimate tip, and I feel like the the problem with what happened there is that the show itself did not was not what went viral out of that. Uh, we like broke a rumor last week about the way the Canucks use advanced statistics. We won't go into detail, but, but it was. But uh, regardless, yeah. just catching episode sixty nine. Exactly. Are you and kidding me? You broke it on episode sixty nine. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> and so like forty minutes in, like to, the actual like, podcast <laughs> episode is not what took off from that. It was like a screen cap of text messages that somebody sent to a guy on Twitter that got a bunch of retweets, but they weren't like an accurate recap of what was actually said. On the show, no, it was like his summary. Anyway, it was all it was like a game of telephone. Yeah, but we basically. learned a lot about news when you send out the news, then the people decide how they're going to share it. Yeah, I suppose so. It. Yeah, 
So I think we're done with the news breaking business for yeah, the time we're, being. Uh, we're definitely through with it. And yes. we're just going to talk about uh, Bar Rescue mostly now, I think. <laughs> but we do have some Bar Rescue news. Tease part two. Yeah. Coming up later. We absolutely do. I just want to say that, you know, if anybody was mad about inaccurate reporting on that. You can suck my dick. And we didn't report anything <laughs> inaccurate. We were given information that we felt to be reliable. And we passed it along as exactly what it was. A rumor, and I mean, and, yes, and information from somebody who claimed to be working. Well, no, we we can stop talking about it now. Yes, we won't go into too much detail. But regardless, people said that we had claimed that Jim Benning was like falsifying information, basically that he was telling them to obscure the truth and and actively lie. I don't think that is what we said. Well, it doesn't. If, ma- why if, don't why if, don't, if Justin, back, Justin Justin Why don't we just stop talking about it? Well, I'm just gonna I'm no, just no, gonna no, make no. one point here. I, but it's it's you made it online. We, it's we've, okay. We've we had a great guest on this program, Kyle Wellwood, earlier this. We year. did. One of the most interesting topics that we talked about with Kyle Wellwood was his arbitration hearing and how he felt that it, just lawyers come in here, guys that you've never seen before, and make a case with obscure stat numbers that you've never heard of before, categories that mean nothing, that you can make the case for or against any player using any set of numbers. Kyle said that, did he not? I believe he did, yes. Then I believe that what we were told about what Jim Benning got Stathletes to do was exactly that. It's not falsifying okay. information. <laughs> I just wanted to make that point. Oh, yeah. No, no, I know. And I, th- I think that's, that. that's a good point to make. So. And move on. But anyway. Speaking of hockey, Chris, <laughs> we teased it earlier. <laughs> uh, Should we tease it again just to remind people? Y- you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's do it. A, te- a pre-tease? <laughs> we should probably pre-tease it, <laughs> to be honest. Now, you know. Okay, <laughs> I'll, s- I'll set it up. Okay. Because, so Chris is a good friend of mine and a very funny comedian. And oh, get, thanks, get, man. And, and get his album, an actual comedy album. Make sure uh, it's on it. iTunes. I don't really care. Don't buy well. it. <laughs> no, I get all the money from Sound Exchange. Okay, so, it, no one so, cares about so subscribe to Sirius Radio and yeah. listen to Canada Laughs. And well, that doesn't change. They just play it as <laughs> yeah, many times true. as they yeah. play it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. There's only one individual who could affect how okay. much What's I your? Get. We can just like send you like a money order or something. Like, what's yeah, your yeah. I, uh, it's Chris James. I just Okay, there you go. <laughs> That's not even it. I don't know. Said it, okay, I so said chainmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be an occasional guest host for a now defunct podcast called Funnier Than Gretzky with Damon and Dan. And uh, Chris told this story on that show. And that show had no listeners at all. So whoa, it was, so it was really... <laughs> I mean, those are people that you know. No, yeah, they're they're great guys. And we they did have quite... I was just joking. Just doing a little bit, Chris. <laughs> no, Thank you. no, they really didn't, though. That's yeah. why that's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go back on it now. Because yeah, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. No, and Chris no. told I'll, this... Wait, I'll, I'll okay. save it a little bit because one time I went... They were doing a live taping at a at a... Of this show at the Northwest Comedy when it was called something right. else, That's the right. Comedy Festival yeah. at this little bar, and no one was there and everyone was talking and they like booked me. I was part of the festival and they booked me to do a set and then I went up there and then I was like, "This, why am I doing this?" And then I left <laughs> <laughs> and I walked off the stage and they were so mad about it, like they're like, "What an asshole!" But I was like, realized I wasn't getting paid to do it. I was like coming there late after another show and I was like, no one was paying any attention. Yeah. I was like, this is. Dumb, like, but yeah. So how was that supposed to save me? How well, just because it's like, like, like just now like, we're both assholes. Exactly. Oh, okay. Now <laughs> I was a dick yeah, to yeah. them as well. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. He's just bringing himself uh, down to your level. I heard, uh, I heard they, they both have HIV. <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> wow, that is, you know what? That's crazy I've because heard... that's actually true as well. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that you even know that. They both yeah, prefer StubHub also. Oh, Fuck. okay, yeah. let's not say things we yeah. can't take back <laughs> yeah. here, Justin. StubHub is the competitor. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we want anyone. Who, so if he, they did, then we'd say, yeah, good, they have AIDS, right? <laughs> <laughs> or is that, is that too much? Is that too far? See, I don't never know. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nowadays, so, you don't even die from AIDS. <laughs> that's true, though. Yeah, yeah you that's, don't. That's so true. it's not. It's a thing you can joke about now. Yeah, it, like, like ten years ago, you, if you guys were making these jokes, <laughs> <laughs> they would be in such poor taste. But, but now, now that people live, it's totally. Yeah, there's yeah. probably other ones that people die from. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's a, yeah, there's yeah, some guess, that like they still die from too, right? Ebola is not. Yeah, and right, like yeah. Well, like so like they have H. Okay, no, I can't even. There's not. There's, but there's not. There's not that. like a. There's not like something that's the same. There's not something that's comparable no. present day to what that was. No, 10 I was years just ago. gonna say like they have HIV, but like in a developing country. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See if you see. Like I was. Gonna, I like I shouldn't say that. But, but then. But, the, I'm, I'm not, but I'm not wrong in a sense. You meant in an in an in an undeveloped nation, you would still, die, but you'd still die from a lot of things. Yeah. You die from <laughs> drinking. Sure. You die from yeah, drinking yeah. water. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Unless yeah. you have the life straw. Wow, this is probably lifting yeah. up someone's day. <laughs> What's the life straw? I someone's saw listening to this oh, in their ears so like, right now. I always oh, yeah. see it promoted on Instagram or yeah. whatever. It's like some plastic tube and you can stick it into any water source and drink freely somehow. I don't know how it purifies water Life instantly. straw? Yeah, no, you don't. Know, it, it, I'll look it up. I don't want to buzz market them too much because they're not paying for it. Well, what, what, since when have we given a shit about that? Especially well, something called life straw. I don't want people to know, but Personal we, we water received filter. a hefty sum of money from the devil sticks industry last <laughs> week. <laughs> That's true. We did talk about devil sticks a lot. Chris, you strike me as a devil sticker. I used to play when yeah, I was a kid. I yeah. figured, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, fun. and you and I are like the same age, so it makes sense that we would have like the kind of those sorts of things in common. By the way, in, cl- in case you forgot, I where I was going to tell this story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just wasn't sure. So, yeah, so I heard you tell this on Funnier Than Gretzky, and I thought it was oh, the, one of the funniest... podcast? <laughs> 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 How did you hear that? I heard no one yeah. listens. Well, because I was an occasional co-host, so I listened sometimes. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, uh, I think I came upon you in the woods one day, and you were yelling this story to the trees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, and I just thought it was the funniest thing ever. And since we actually have people that listen to this show, I was like, we got to bring Chris on to talk about this and uh, to tell so, my yeah, Gary Bettman to tell story. your Gary Bettman story. I didn't even know there was two. Yeah, I think you only told two. one on Funny. No, I tell, I tell. It's all. It's like it's I, all kind I, of all connected. I guess kind of just because it's all big Gary Bettman. But it's two separate stories that happened years apart. But <laughs> <Okay>. uh, yeah, <laughs> so anyways, okay, so I. I um when I was I guess like see it's funny when I recount the story I think because it's so juvenile <laughs> I'm like oh I must have been uh, 17 years old or something but then it's easily you can check because there's an incident that happened within the story that's like a historic <laughs> so I was in fact 21 or 22 <laughs> or something like that <laughs> I think I think but anyways um, but so we had a phone my friend Tim had a phone that was like. Uh, he got it from some real shady guy that he knew through like construction. It was like a truck driver and he gave him this phone that was like a dead phone. So you could call anywhere and it wasn't like traceable or anything. And he had no phone bill and he can call anywhere. So we would always think of different places to call. Like we think of like, uh, <laughs> so we call all crazy places. One of the fun things that we do, cause we're real juvenile. We're 17 years old. <laughs> But we would <laughs> we would like we we would call we would find different uh, names of like pe- we would call people in Inglewood and Compton 
and then we'd try to like have start fights. We would like call them like <laughs> like that was our brain. So like, you like killed them. people. I don't possibly. know, maybe, but like we would call the White House. We would call like but so anyway. So I got a hold of on the internet. I phoned. Um, I got a hold of the the phone number for the the NHL. Yeah. So like the NHL headquarters phone number. Their head office in New York. Yeah, City. in New York City. I still have the number. It's the same. It hasn't changed. It's <laughs> 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 the NHL number. They don't change it. Yeah. So like. Uh, so I found that number and I thought to myself, like, uh, first, like, when I found it, I thought that can't be actually the number, you know? So I, like, <laughs> called it and it was. It was, like, the NHL number, you know? But what had happened was uh, that was right when Todd Bertuzzi had been uh, had been hit by, like, the whole uh, the Steve, Steve Moore, Moore thing? Yeah. incident. But this was... So this was before he did that thing to Steve Moore. Oh, it was after you, the Naslin Moore hit yeah. Naslin? So yeah. thank you. You remember. Yeah, so you were in like <laughs> February of 2004. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm 84. So I was 20 years old. Yeah. So yeah, so the, uh, or 19 actually, because I'm, yeah. So anyway, so I was So 19. not as far removed That's actually not that, that's not that bad. That's not that bad. Thank yeah. you. Thank <laughs> you, guys. Jeez. Yeah. We're <laughs> really bringing you up here. Yeah. <laughs> but so, but so I, uh, so this was just when, if, if people who don't remember mm. what, the reason why Todd Bertuzzi punched Steve Moore from behind and drove his face into the ground and broke his neck was because Steve Moore had laid like a really, really dirty elbow on Marcus Naslin. Like Naslin left his head down while he's coming through center ice and he left his elbow in and it was like a dirty hit. Right nowadays, if it happened nowadays, he would have been suspended for a long time. Oh, yeah, yeah? for sure. But, uh, but so we were super choked about and it. And this is when Naslin was one of the best players in the NHL. And yeah. he was, like, and he never, was the never the same. same never the same. And afterwards. Steve Moore was like a fourth line, like a fringe. AHL player. He was an AHL. He was who, a back and forther. Yeah, who yeah. had already established. A reputation of like taking dirty runs at stars. Yes, right. yeah. he'd done the same thing to Marty St. Louis. Definitely, like three weeks yeah, right. definitely a dirty player. And so I was really choked about it. And then it came back, and he d- he didn't get a suspension. No, he so didn't he got any, no yeah. suspension. So that's what we were really angry about. Yeah, I remember Crawford had this huge uh, tirade about it, and like yeah, it was like big news. And I had the phone number to the NHL. <laughs> So I was like, uh, so I called, so I phoned, and I was like, my my idea was that I was gonna like claim to be a owner, of, like one of the mi- minority owners in the, of the Vancouver Canucks, and I was gonna demand the answers, you know. <laughs> and so I so I phoned and like and so uh, I phoned and it was remarkably easy to get through. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> remarkably easy. Like you just phone and you literally say, "Can I speak to Gary Batman?" They, they answer, they say NHL, and you say, can I speak to Gary Batman? And then they say, one moment. And then they transfer you, and it's Gary Batman's um, assistant. It says Gary Batman's office. And you say, can I speak to Gary Batman? And then they're like, who's calling? And I said, Steve Cox. Because it's funny, because I wanted to say Cox to Gary Batman, you know? That was why I picked that name. And then so I was like, it's Steve Cox. <laughs> and then with, I'm like a minority owner at the Vancouver Canucks. <clears throat> and then so he put, and then he, uh, she put me through to Gary Batman. I was like, <laughs> right away, he's like, Gary Batman speaking. And I was like, that's, you know, I couldn't believe that I was speaking to him. I was, like, I was like, Gary, I was like, Gary, we need an answer about this, you know? Like, I was like, we need, we need some answers. Like, and he's like, who is this? Like, I was like, Steve Cox. Like, I'm with, um, uh, I forget what it was called. It was Aquilini's or- Orca Bay. It was Orca, Orca Bay. Bay yeah. Sports and it was with or- it was Orca yeah. Bay. So I was like, I'm with Orca Bay. Like I'm a, I'm like a, something with Orca Bay, you know. <laughs> and then so I was like, you know, we need answers. Like this is not acceptable. <laughs> this hit was, you know. And he's like, okay, just he was like really. He was like, you tell. He was like really didn't really know. He was like taken <laughs> back of it. And then he's like, I'll I'll I'll, get, I'll call you back. <laughs> so I left the number to this phone. 
and then we were like having a party we were like <clears throat> like hanging out like in the daytime having a barbecue at my friend's house and like getting drunk and stuff you know we're, yeah. yeah and we we're like getting drunk and stoned and stuff and <laughs> we're like super messed up and then the phone rings and i'm like outside and my friend is like hey it's gary batman <laughs> <laughs> it's phony gary batman's on the line and he wants to speak to steve cox like that's <laughs> that's, what he, that's what he said and i was like holy shit you know i was like oh man that's crazy that he called me back like, <laughs> but the thing is like this is how it says how about how gary batman is this is says about how the kind of guy gary batman is for real because the reason he was calling me back so i i came on the phone and i was like hi gary you know <laughs> like hello gary yeah i was like oh, i was a kid i was 19 so i was like it was all so and you're like probably trying to sober up oh like, i'm all yeah i'm all drunk just, and yeah. so I'm like, yeah gary you know what's up gary he's trying to like get your grip <laughs> yeah. on your brain and for a like, brief uh, moment yeah like oh steve you know steve here you know <laughs> and then he and then so he's like uh, he's like i looked into it and he's like there's nobody named steve cox who's like affiliated with orca bay or the vancouver canucks like so he was just calling me back for like no i don't know what just to tell me that he knew yeah that i wasn't real like he needed to tell me that it was important to him but then we just put it on speaker uh phone you know i was like put it on speaker i was like oh yeah good and i put it on speaker and it was like everyone knew they were all like huddled around like listening and we're like fuck you gary like you fucking scum like, and we're saying like all we're like 19 so we're saying crazy stuff too stuff i wouldn't say now in this current climate not in this world we live in we're saying awful stuff to him you know what i mean just like so horrible and then he's like i remember because he's, he's like well, he listened to all of it because at the end of it he's like click at the end and then okay so that <laughs> So he listened to us say so many bad things to him, right? Before he hung up. Yeah, before. Before. You and could hear him breathing. So that's the that's the first story with this Gary Batman. So, first run in. So yeah. then, do you want me to tell the second one? Yeah, yeah okay. I mean that's yeah. yeah that's that's the story I heard. See, I don't even think I remember the second one. Okay, so I'm excited the second to hear... the second part is that there was a strike that happened. Okay, if yeah. you remember after that. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I don't so know the what lockout year. Out it, 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 was it was the next year. Yeah. So the lockout season. happened, and I thought, oh, I might be able to do something about this. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what I thought to myself. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm gonna try to like figure out a way. So I was like, so I, I, I at this point it was a lot easier to get a hold of phone numbers too, and I had already the NHL number, and I got the NHL PA uh, number, and it was what was the guy's name? Bill Daly. Bill Daly. No, it was, no, it would have been Bob or, Goodnow, or, or was it Ted Saskin? No, I think it was Bill Daly or Goodnow. It was either Goodnow or Daly, but it was I think the, it was with the PA. Yeah, probably would have been good now. Good now at that time. Yeah, yeah. but I um, daily because daily's with the NHL. Yeah, oh, that's right. When was Ted Saskin? After Uh, it was after. Yeah. yeah. So so my it didn't even end up mattering because so anyways so I called I was like my idea was I was gonna call the NHL as like a member of the NHLPA (laughs) and try to like negotiate. And so I was like on the phone, on the phone, because I was like, so I had, and so I was with, I was with my friend, and I was like, had the number, and I just called, it and I was like, I want to speak to Gary Batman, you know, and they're like one moment, and then, and then they're like Gary Batman's office, and I was like, Gary Batman, please, <laughs> and then like who's calling, and I was like Todd White, I just said that too, I don't even like. Todd White is an NHLPA yeah, guy. Yeah. He would have been working. And he was a guy. Oh, he was definitely an active player. But yeah. I just said that name, you know? I, I like, think he was. A, yeah, he was a pretty active PA guy, I think. Yeah, yeah. From what I remember. So Gary wasn't there. So he's like, I'll, uh, I'll have him call you back, you know? And I was like, I knew that was trouble. 
because I didn't have Todd White's phone number. You, know? <laughs> you so, didn't? So I wasn't, that, he was, I was going to have to give him a different phone number. So anyway, so I was out <laughs> afterwards with my then girlfriend like the next day um, at, the, at the mall, at Richmond Mall. And then I got a phone call. It was so scary. I was in Jersey City. This is a sports thing. I was in Jersey City in the, in the Richmond Center Mall. And I got a phone call and it was the, it was the Ottawa Police Department. <laughs> and they were phoning me because they had been contacted by the Ottawa Senators organization that I had been calling and misrepresenting myself as Todd White. <laughs> <laughs> and I needed to cease and desist immediately. <laughs> and so I was so scared. Like, that freaked me out so much. <laughs> and I haven't phoned since. <laughs> so, like, Todd White definitely heard about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah they, they phoned Todd White back, yeah. presumably. And they're like... I don't know what how the conversation. Well, that would have been went. union trouble for him to try and go rogue. Yeah, and, yeah, that's also and true too. Break yeah. a negotiation on his own. Imagine it was became a big thing, and I like <laughs> yeah. managed it. But that's why I guess it was a big deal to do that. That's why I should. <laughs> but yeah, it was the only way I was going to get through. Well, didn't you say like after that they took their number down off the website and stuff? Like, oh, they didn't have the be... number up on the website. Oh, ever. Okay. no, it was just like somewhere like uh, no, they took down the phone. Oh, the okay. phone stopped working. They <laughs> they made the phone not work Your, after that the burner happened. phone. Yeah, that oh, burner okay. phone. That that was that was in the previous story. Oh, this was okay. my own phone. That's why I got in trouble. The oh, next time oh, I didn't have okay. a burner phone when I called oh, the second okay, time. Gotcha. So they just traced. So it yeah, back so the to first me. time they managed to because sh- I remember that being part of the yeah. story. So they shut down the burner. Yeah, phone. yeah. Gary Bettman got the burner <laughs> phone shut down. Like we had called so many places before that and nothing had happened. Like the White House and places like that and like done crazy stuff. And as soon as we made those calls to Gary Bettman and he got it dealt with <laughs> it's kind of frightening actually yeah, yeah. He's, he's a scary guy <laughs> nice well that's that's pretty great I yeah. get, that just means he's more powerful than i could have imagined really if you yeah. could shut down a phone yeah yeah he's very powerful <laughs> definitely yeah he's got it all going on he's a little weasel <laughs> that's pretty great that is uh that's amazing. do you ever that's like wonderful. hope that you'll run into him one day and just be able to like i don't think he would remember because i would imagine he's such a gr- just an awful person True. I'm sure he has so many bad interactions with people all the time. You know what I mean? Like negative right. interactions. My friend, my friend yelled at him at like a New Year's party. That's what I mean. People, people see him on the street and yell at him constantly. He goes to like hockey games and gets booed and like screamed True. at and thrown at. You know, like he just must. He's got to get. You know, he's got to yeah. find a way to keep going on. Well, he seems to almost like the booze now. You like got, he, well, like you he got to or else he just. That's probably why he liked kind of getting back to you, right? Because yeah. he, he's so tired of taking shit from people. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna scare this little fucking puke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he didn't scare us. <laughs> the police, the police. Right. Us, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty awesome. I did uh I did interview a a former player once and he was a big time member of the NHLPA during the last lockout and told me in the interview that the lockout got settled when him and Bill Daly got super hammered and uh that was like how it ended up like getting sorted out and then he called me the next day and he was like yeah you can't you gotta you can't print that you gotta take that out he's like i still talk to bill like i still see him like you can't put in the interview that i got hammered with bill daly and that's how we got it sorted out and i was like okay I think Gary so Bevins, to pull it out. he's like the hardest guy to negotiate with. That's what they say. Like, that's why those are, they always have such struggles every time it comes up for a new, because he's just like the worst guy to sit down with. He's yeah. just like, it's, if you can imagine just someone who's like, like you just don't want to deal with them. They're just like, no, yeah, no. 
Like just like annoying for you know like yeah, I think totally. it, a lot of it well, really he's, comes he's down short to short and ugly. And his like personality yeah, though, his personality very, yeah. is like just so so horrible yeah. and can t- yeah, it's like yeah. yeah I hate him. Rough. I hate his guts. Well, man. it's interesting that if they I were saw him, I'd spit in his no. Kids <laughs> 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 amps it up too much. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like it would be because they're trying. They they gave that whole like if you go to the Olympics like will extend the CBA by three years or whatever. Like, that was such an interesting proposal from the NHL that they were like, yeah, okay. Is that for the Olympics in Korea? Like, yeah, the next one? The yeah. next one. That was the whole... That was the offer from the PA to the NHL that will extend the CBA by three years if we can go to the Olympics. And Bettman was still like, nah, I want to fuck you guys more. Yeah, Bettman's a piece I'm of like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> so... You can phone him if you want. <laughs> I mean, we got to get a burner. For our, are those even possible to get anymore? You can buy them at like Seven um, Eleven. Yeah, you can um, go on the internet <laughs> and phone from an internet yeah, phone just, and just voice. connect. True, yeah. yeah, you use VoIP and then you call from a like some uh, uh, it's like some coffee shop now, or something, and you connect wirelessly through mm-hmm. there, and you just use some dummy email account that's not linked right. to anything. Then yeah, you can call anyone. Fair. Fuck you, Gary at gmail.com. I do, yeah, <laughs> fuck you, Chad. Yeah, you just use it to call Gary Batman. <laughs> yeah, because that's hard to block, like real hard to block. We should do that in a show, one of our shows one time, see if we can call Gary Batman. We'll call him at the next live show. Yeah, there if you go. I'll Perfect. prank call him and put it on audio if you want and Perfect. send it in to yeah. you guys. I'll nice. just like, yeah. Yeah, may as well go for time. three. Why not? I like it. It's worked out well so far. Well, speaking of cantankerous men... Uh yeah well that's right we do we have a clip of the week that is hockey related we can do so. a qu- we'll do a quick a quick clip of the week sure and then, okay yeah. and then we'll get on to our favorite cantankerous man here yes. on Real Good Show yeah just another tease yes exactly this is our a threes t three yeah well rise of the the mighty ducks machines uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going more with the uh, sorry the mighty tucks it'll uh, put you to sleep ah oh. oh, yeah like the drug that too yeah. Um, John Taffer. Not that you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tease. That's a great, tease. great so. tease. Uh, yeah, I gotta work I like on that. my tease. Oh. <laughs> uh, there was yeah. A, I like. Uh, I like to imagine that's your like uh, sexually. That's also your teasing. Just like inter- I'm asexual. Inter- intercourse. <laughs> <laughs> a great clip that <laughs> caught our attention like, last hey, week. She's like, oh, send me something like romantic. You're like intercourse. <laughs> <laughs> we almost used this as the clip of the week last week. We did. But there was just so much going on last week that it was hard to get to yeah, it. Yeah, and this does involve our favorite player. True, true. Uh, so I feel like it is only appropriate to bring it back. And, of course, there's uh, some things going on with the Canucks right now, some troubles that we will not talk about. Uh, but, uh, you know, one of the people who's not been as big of a trouble as we might think this year would be Lucas Pisa. And you would be hard-pressed to come up with that name as a person who is not the cause of everything bad this season. Had you listened to the show last year, throughout the entire run of this program, in fact, we've basically been a show built on shitting on Lucas Pisa. Yeah, true. Uh, but it's hard to do that this year because there are bigger problems. Uh, <laughs> that's funny because <laughs> everyone else is. Pl- oh, that's a really funny reason why. <laughs> <laughs> Not because he's playing well. 
He's been a little bit better. I he's mean, been yeah. slightly better, but and it, they've acquired other players that are much worse. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I've been watching. It's a smart it. play by Benning, actually. Yeah, it's actually um, quite smart. And <laughs> you know, sometimes when you watch Canucks games these days, you really need to find your entertainment, perhaps during the intermission segments, which is tough because those are almost as bad as the team on the ice as well. True, most of the time. However, every so often there is one rare morsel of goodness that squeaks through, and uh, this is a segment that they aired on Sports. As part of Canucks TV last week, talking about the warm-up soccer game that they play before every single game, where they just kick a soccer ball around in a circle. It's like hacky sack, but with a soccer ball, where you're just trying to keep it up in the air. Yeah, I believe uh, in soccer they call that uh, keep up. Yeah, or juggling. Yeah, yeah, sure. Football. <laughs> <laughs> Now they're talking about who's the best on the team at being a soccer player and playing the soccer game. And the Sedins are largely the guys getting the votes for being the best. And Nikita Tramkin, surprisingly, is getting a lot of votes for being the worst. I can see that, though. Why is that surprising? He's He's like 6'9". He's extremely gangly. So I guess that makes sense. Uh, But Lucas Beezer was asked to assess his own game. And the answer that he gave could very well apply to both his soccer performance before the game and his on-ice performance during it. And we will listen to that right now. On the official rankings, I'm pretty low. But I think actual rankings, I should be like probably top three because they don't count effort and like how hard you try. I'm really far up there. There we go. That, that's, a, that's actually like a, Sp- a Spiza fan talking about Lucas Spiza. That's yeah. like their defense. If you him. could yeah. count tries really hard. how yeah. hard you try, he's way up there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, we've said before on the program that Spiza is clearly a good man. And that just goes even further. Yeah, he's further. self-deprecating. He's very a, funny guy. He's a guy. charming character. Yeah. I like to believe that he knew exactly what he was doing. Oh, he, he, he did. Uh, 100% yeah. he did, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, they make them aware of their, like, coursey numbers oh, after absolutely. every game and whatnot, so he has to know. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, That's great. But, yeah, great stuff from Lucas Pisa right there. And, yeah, it's hard not to be mildly charmed by him as a personality, but I also can't let that mask my perception of how <laughs> bad of a hockey player he is. Uh, yeah, it's too, you can separate the two. Yeah. yeah. It's like women who are taken in by how good-looking Eric Goodbranson is. Like, he is a very good-looking He good is very good-looking, though. But like he's, he's also he's an extremely shitty hockey player. Yeah, but he's, like, super hot. <laughs> very hot. He's not like, like Lucas Spiza shitty, though. No, I'd say he's no, worse. He's, worse he's, he's probably one of the guys making Luke look good this year. Oh, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, okay. Well, we, we, no, we, we need to get into I'm I'm not a fan. I mean, <laughs> I think Lucas Spiza is absolute garbage. But, I mean, yeah, he's had a few games this year, I guess. But it's been tough. But Good to, Branson has been yeah. very bad, too. Yeah, he's it's, underachieved. It's just so. been a bad year all around. It's, I mean, an expectedly bad year, but yeah. yeah, still a bad year. And there's 52 games left, which I looked up yesterday. Yeah, it's that's, really that's hard. fucking insane. It I, thought, I thought we played like 60 <laughs> games already. Feels that way, doesn't it? <laughs> Some of them feel awful I've long. certainly allowed enough goals uh, yeah. in the third period, especially to they're, have played they're 60 on pace, games. They're on pace point. to score less goals this year. And they scored six goals yesterday. And last season, they scored the least goals in franchise history. Perfect. And they're on pace to do worse this year. Anyway, on to something good. <laughs> yeah, yes. they scored six last game. What's wrong with that? Absolutely. Well, they allowed. Eight, no, no, so. no, no. <laughs> it's crazy. I was like, after two, I was like, oh, if it was five two, I was like, that's a wrap. You know, yeah. I went out to the store and came back, and we were losing. 
Oh, anyways, yeah, let's. Sorry. <laughs> it's tough here, tough here. Speaking of rough and tumble gentlemen, Lucas Pisa, Eric Branson might constitute a, a few of those. I'd say so. Uh, and Gary this Bettman. Man that we talk about all the time certainly does. It's time to check in on a very special edition of the Taffer Tracker. He's just a common man. Get a ten dollar raise per hour if you throw your own employee through a glass window. How do you like when he slaps you in the face? How do you defend this? Sick of you yelling at my wife. You guys think this is okay? I have a reputation and I have to protect it, and you will destroy it. I'm leaving. I am not rescuing your bar. Good theme song, eh? Yeah, that's very good. Now, now, Chris, uh, we always ask the guest, yeah. are you familiar with Bar Rescue? We already said before. Oh, oh yeah. We but should. for this, yeah, I mean, you can. Yeah, yeah, we, before yeah. we turned the microphones on, we were talking about a bit. Yeah, I love the show. <laughs> I follow John Taffer on Twitter. I'm a big fan. Yeah, I'm a, I love. Uh, yeah, he's I love. Wonderful. He's he's great. Yeah, I love how he. Uh, I was saying before, I really love how he comes in, and it's like because it's someone's whole entire life. So it's like someone's whole life and livelihood and everything they've built, and he comes in like you, di- you dipshit! <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck is wrong with you? And he like breaks down their whole life, you know. And he's like, you're, all, you know. And his attitude is amazing to me. Like it's obviously you know put on a bit, but to have that kind of attitude to come in with that type of arrogance, having absolutely no um, relationship with these people whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Like, yeah, it's it's tough to imagine that, like, because you don't, you, I think you don't really think of it in those terms. But like, if you put yourself in John Taffer's shoes, like, just like think about like a local business around your house, and then just going in and being like, "Can I speak to the owner?" And they like come out, and you're like, "What the fuck is wrong with your store? Like, this is ridiculous." Like. Yeah, like that's literally what he is Shut doing. Shut it down! And he's doing it on national television. Yeah. yeah. And what was your favorite episode, would you say? I mean... I, I mean, it's tough to choose. Yeah, it's it's probably... You were saying you've seen pretty much everyone. Pretty much yeah. everyone, yeah. I think probably... <laughs> I mean, the one that you brought up was pretty awesome where he... Uh, where he, where he uh, the guy who got so drunk. Oh, and, and he's he was, hitting on his wife. He's yeah. hitting on Taffer's wife, yeah. and Taffer just loses his fucking shit. He's like watching it on a on a tape, you know? <laughs> he's, he's like, like an SUV watching. Yeah, he's sitting in the thing watching it on a, a little monitor, and he's like, "Oh, you have got to be kidding me!" You know, like he just can't even like. I thought that might be the time that Taffer finally threw down. You know, apparently he did punch him. Really, there was like a lawsuit or something. Yeah, so I think he did actually sock him. So you think that was a shoot, not a work? That I, was a real thing because I was there was a lawsuit yeah that guy sued him yeah taffer if it was for real i mean if you touched fucking taffer's wife you're down yeah i mean that's it <laughs> lights <laughs> out buddy like you know i just assumed it was a work i assumed it was like a, uh, you know a goof or whatever like part of the show but yeah if you put your hands on do you taffer's think, okay wife. so Stefan, i mean and well and you guys know both of you like do you uh like what does he say when he knocks someone out like does he say shut it down like right after he punches them out or what is he what do you think he says I think he's silent which is like even scarier You think he's silent he has after he knocks them out though he's like standing over their lifeless body Oh like body. I think he meant when he No no oh, like yeah, so yeah. he punches them and then they're down and he's standing over their lifeless body I know like, what he his, says What's his catchphrase I think he's like look at this you got a dead body on the floor of the bar like what's going on here <laughs> Yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> I think he takes a napkin throws it on their lifeless body and he says clean yourself up <laughs> 
<laughs> and then he just walks. Yeah, out. that's probably yeah. true. That's it. Yeah. I think he calls his one fist salmon and his other fist Ella, and he's gonna give both of them. To <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good too. That's true. Like, if you don't get that kitchen clean, <laughs> look at this grease. Look at how much grease there is. Looks they like love, I'm gonna give oh. you salmonella twice tonight. <laughs> they love, they love grease, man. They love a greasy bar. Yeah. yeah, I like when they. I liked when they took that rock, the rock club that was famous too, yeah. and he changed it to like a country western bar. Totally <laughs> destroyed their lives. <laughs> 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 because like, I was like, I read this stuff afterwards. I read like there's stuff online where you can read what happened to some of these bars that he rescued, and it's just like fuck John Taffer, fuck Spike TV, like <laughs> they left us high and dry, you know. <laughs> yeah, Taffer's uh, my favorite. Man. But we have some momentous news really. Related to Taffer this we week. We do. Related to his Twitter account. Yeah. As well. uh, so I, I wrote a little spiel. So It's a big moment in your life. It's like you're accepting an award, basically. Yeah, I wrote. Th- I was at the laundromat today, and I, I wrote this while I was doing laundry. Okay. So. Uh, well, as many of you are well aware, I'm a huge fan of the TV show Bar Rescue, as well the, as the host of the TV show Bar Rescue, Mr. John Taffer. Uh, and as many of you are also well aware, in 2014, I was blocked by John Taffer on Twitter for... Among other reasons, making a fake John Taffer Twitter account and having cyber sex with a group of anime role players as John Taffer. <laughs> and then also writing an article on Gawker about making a fake John Taffer Twitter account and having cyber sex with a group of anime role players as John Taffer. So he wasn't, uh, he didn't like that. Like he was not a fan of that whole, He's not that whole deal. not thrilled with the so way he, no. he blocked you. And he blocked me. Yeah. He blocked me. Because he was so, so And upset. I was like heartbroken. Yeah, it's like tough. I'm all, tough I'm to all take. about John Taffer, right? Yeah. Uh, but late last year, thanks to the pleas of my wonderful Twitter followers, and uh, I'm sure some of you are listening to the show right now, and, y- and you helped me out with this. Yeah, it happened live on this very show. It did, actually. That's right. It, yeah, it did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, John Taffer unblocked me on Twitter uh, because people just tweeted at him saying, like, can you unblock this fucking idiot? And he's like, yeah, okay. He's very sorry, John. Yeah. Please. And it worked. Please. It worked. So I was free once again to retweet, you know, his, like, classic Fan Art Friday So So you're, uh, you're, this happened when? This, this happened like last a, about year. A year. This is like ago. a two-year saga. Yeah, about so a year John ago. Taffer follows you on Twitter? No, well, no. So, so he blocked Stefan. And then he yeah. unblocked him. And then he unblocked him so Stefan could see his tweets I could follow him again because I, I couldn't see, see his tweets, right? I was yeah. he, uh, the, he blocked you for pretending to be him and having cyber sex? As John Taffer. Yeah. Well, what it was is um, I would find people on Twitter having like role-play cyber sex with each other. Yeah, and yeah. then I would interrupt them as John Taffer and say shut it down and, yeah and say like oh this floor is fucking filthy yeah, yeah, yeah. like what's wrong with it? and <laughs> yeah, they got yeah. really mad about that's it that's actually really good <laughs> that's a good idea. so did he ever did have you ever interacted with him directly well, so his this is, speech this is, is over. wow so oh holy no, smokes <laughs> yeah oh god spoiler so, alert so oh. he unblocked me i didn't think things could get any better i was wrong ladies and gentlemen earlier today possibly overnight in the middle of the night i mean he's a night owl John Taffer followed me on Twitter. Unfucking believable. <laughs> That's amazing. What are you gonna tweet? Well, I want to. Yeah, like, you got a DM. No, him to for be sure. honest, you have to really consider what you tweet. Well, no, now, now I do. I'm yes. super careful. It's a little different now. Yeah, it's Things, a different world. You, there's pre-Taffer and post-Taffer. <laughs> yeah. on well, that happens like with like celebrities and shit. If I get a follow. 
by one of them, I'll be like, oh, I got to like watch what I'm doing. And yeah. I'll do that for like a day. And yeah. then I'll just go back to tweeting like, oh, I just shoved an umbrella up my ass and like opened the umbrella inside my own ass. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, Sick tweet. But uh, <laughs> I, don't, that's, I think that's more than 140 characters. Oh, so. he's following 2,700 people. Because yeah, I was yeah. going to look and see like, but oh, that's not but, that but, many. But, but if you look at many. the people he's just followed, it's yeah. Cheryl Crow. A radio station and stuff. Yeah, there you go. And he, f- he has 214,000 followers, and so it's a good ratio. Oh, yes. yeah, it's a great yeah, ratio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not I was following just back everybody. No, no, exactly. no definitely Additionally, not. you mentioned his Fan Art Friday thing. Yes. That he does he obviously amazing. went to a New it's York amazing. Yankees event because within in one day he followed Joe Torre, Dave Winfield, David Cohn, Bernie Williams, <laughs> Al Leiter, David Wells. All yeah, he obviously yeah. went to some Yankees <laughs> event. This guy like, fucking networks. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> During Fan Art Friday, I believe it was this past Friday, in fact. Oh, yeah. I shared a thing uh, I did for a cafe. Yeah, it was John Taffer as the president. It was, yeah, because there was the Donald Trump. uh, You're right, everything does go back to Donald Trump. There was the Trump Time magazine cover, right? Mm -hmm. And so I photoshopped John Taffer on the front with with, like John Taffer, like man of the year, bar rescuer. Absolutely. And he retweeted it. He's like, this is how it should have been. Yeah, I love this shit. Great stuff from cafe.com. And I saw that. I was like, so he 100, didn't 1,000% even. Oh, that was totally stuff. And it was, yeah. That's like the website I, I like write shit for, mm-hmm. and he retweeted it. And then I think he followed me because yesterday I tweeted out a screenshot. I'm signed up to like his, uh, his like newsletter. <laughs> nice. And so he sent out a thing about his like signature drink kits that you can buy. And yeah. I mean, they're, they all look fantastic. Uh, I saw I, that. I think he tweeted about it as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I followed and so I, I tweeted a screenshot being like, fuck yeah. I think that was the caption because it's like, what else can you say, right? Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, I know what I'm asking for for Christmas. Yeah, and else. then a bar, the bar products account, which I think is his company, uh, tweet quote tweeted my tweet about the bar products, and then John Taffer retweeted that quote tweet, and then I think he kind of looked into it and was like, man, this guy uh, kind of kicks ass. Yeah, I think that's what it was. For so sure. I think the goal is, you know, take it slow. I do want to DM him yeah. at some point and be like, man. I'm just want to say I'm a huge fan. Take it slow. Because I Ron Perlman followed me uh, like three years ago. Uh, and then like a day after he followed me, I DM'd him. I'm like, hey, man, like Pacific Rim was awesome. And then he immediately unfollowed me. But yeah. he did That's that not what he's looking for. Like yeah. a lot of people. I feel like yeah. a lot of people in like comedy Twitter were like, fucking Ron Perlman, stop churning me. Yeah, no, he, he would follow. It was, the, yeah, it was weird. He had this whole thing for like a, a, a couple weeks where he would just follow all these people. And, and then, then immediately I was unfollowed one of them. them. I, I think as soon as they interacted with them, I guess. Pacific Rim was good. I didn't say Pacific Rim sucked. Yeah, I liked it. Maybe he hated it. I don't know. You just didn't like <laughs> yeah. you sliding into his DMs. I guess, yeah. He's just like, like oh, no, 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 Only no, Guillermo no. del Toro can tell yeah, me this. Yeah, he's like, it's <laughs> why is there a small white man in my DMs? I'm, I'm just here for the ladies, you know? But yeah, okay. that's, that's the big news. So well, congratulations. obviously the Huge end goal day. is to get him on the show. It's been a point. big year. So that's for our amazing. Show. I would be so big for me if I happened if John Taffer followed me on Twitter. Man, if just, we just tweet like pictures of his products. Yeah, I do have to consider the people who follow me. You're sort of the one. Like, <laughs> you're the one. Like, you're the one guest we've had that's like really been knowledgeable about Taffer. Yeah. And dare I say, if we do have him on the show, we'll have you back. Oh, that if Taffer is ever on the show, or if, yeah, I would love to. I I am a legit fan of him. Like, yeah. I would watch. I would watch uh, any show he did. 
Oh, yeah. like, I'm a fan of him, not just his show. Like if he just hosted some other show, like a talk, <laughs> I just imagine him hosting he a late night gonna, talk. He is. He is. No, yeah, yes, we did. He is. It's been a he previous is, yeah. incarnation of the Taffer Tracker. We reported on the fact that Spike TV signed like a development deal with him to oh, host but, a late yeah, night show on Spike. That will get picked up though. That's no, too bad. Spike TV has greenlit a pilot <laughs> yeah. for an untitled Taffer talk show. <laughs> it's happening, man. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable, dude. So, what's the format? Are we talking just straight up Carson format? They, they don't even Carson, say Carson, baby. When Taffer calls you to the desk, you know you've made it. That's when you know you've made it in the reality wait. game. Yeah, I when can't Taffer wait. calls you Taffer's over. Taffer's monologues every night. Are, are you kidding me? Yeah. Taffer comes out and he just talks about a bar he went to yeah, for, for 10 minutes. He's like, You should have seen the floor. You guys, you guys hear Everyone's about this? like, Woo! <laughs> you guys hear about this? This is in the news the other day. Uh, was that this bar? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you hear about this on my TV show? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah it'd be great. like the Walking Dead, like post. Yeah, show. the Talking Dead, but I'll it'll be like yeah, we Talking to, Rescue. Yeah. I used yeah. to do a show because it was another comedian who did a podcast. And it was only an hour of him, like just talking about nothing. Just and then, himself, yeah. So we thought it was funny. So we did a thing. It was called Talking Gaskin, and it was like about his show. <laughs> and it was just we would listen to his podcast, <laughs> and then we would do a whole hour long, longer recap. than his podcast <laughs> recap, where we'd clip out things and stuff. <laughs> it we, was amazing. It was so fun. And you guys played characters, you and yeah, uh, James yeah. Masters. And another very funny. Uh, we played like two, and then it, it sort of turned into like where we had this like sort of all these jokes running, and it was like our characters interacting like he's from australia and stuff but it was really fun to do i, I would get so much so many hate mail messages from other comedians though really yeah yeah they were, people are so i figured mad. gaskin would be the only person who would have been no mad he was about okay that. about it yeah that's why i wouldn't have done it if i didn't ask him right. i mean he was he's a very tiny little guy yeah and he's so like he was Stefan, but smaller very small like very very yeah. small and also just so like if he very, had a problem with it he wouldn't have said he'd anything. have to like contact the ottawa police yeah. department <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly so he wasn't gonna he was very intimidated obviously so in hindsight i probably wouldn't act that way i wouldn't do it still bullying i think probably but he did say it's fine you know he's like it's okay to do yeah but i would get messages yeah, like from it's still that, bullying even if the person you bully says it's okay yeah. i think you know it's like that whole that teacher walks by and you're like choking a kid I and he's like no no we're just play fighting <laughs> he told me he, uh, one time i clipped out all of the i clipped out every time he did like a or a little <laughs> mouth noise, <laughs> and I took out and I and I put all of them in a row for like four for like four minutes. And it was, it's like it was crazy. We would do ridiculous things like that. And one time though, I, this is why I stopped doing it because I would forget totally. I oftentimes when I do comedy, I forget that like real people are involved. So I forget that like I'll just talk about people who are like linked to people. And I'll forget that about them being real human beings and stuff. So I like, uh, <laughs> like when I said that guy had HIV. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You're just talking and saying that thing. But like, so, so Gaskin, when we, we supported him in his like crazy rants, we would always, our characters would always be like, yeah, yeah. Like we would blindly support him, you know? So one time he was like telling a story about how he was really mad of how his mom took away all the best Halloween candy. And he's like, fucking bitch. And he said that about his mom. And we thought it was funny. So we're like, yeah, that fucking bitch. Like that stupid fucking. And we were like going crazy on it. And then his mom commented on the Facebook thing on the link and was like, just listen to the episode. Like, not sure why you guys were calling me a bitch. Like, and I was like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> I just went out on the air. And I just like sat there and told, like, railed on this woman I've never <laughs> met. And I like, luckily she got it. I like sent her a message. I was like, no, we're playing characters and we're 
She was like, yeah, that's pretty funny, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like disparaging her yeah. son and then... And then yeah. well, luckily, I don't think they get along, so right. otherwise oh, okay. it would have been, well, yeah. yeah. been real bad. <laughs> but I think the ultimate goal here, Stefan, is not just to get Taffer on Real Good Show, which would be huge in and of itself, yeah. but if he was like doing a bar in like the Seattle area, yeah. then maybe, cause like that's, the we, we'd be the scouts. Yeah. As there's, as the show has gone on, like he started to rope in like comedians who are into the show, like Matt Myra and like Jordan Morris. I'm yeah. pretty sure have been like his scouts for bars and shit. So that could be you. That could be all three of us. We could be the scouts. I could go in and we could see if they card me or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't. It's like, I'm a perfect, bar scout <laughs> being the drinker that i am you can order the food though yeah I'll, yeah i'll order the food and i'll throw up i'll yeah. be like i'll be the guy that throws yeah, exactly. up exactly yeah well I'll, I'll, I'll surreptitiously show you a gross yeah, video exactly it'll yeah. be john watches the thing and then i'll throw up and then i'll be like ah oh, this food is like i'm poisoned both the designated driver and the designated puker yeah that's it <laughs> dd and dp baby well, what a great taffer tracker segment yeah. that was yeah. and, and that we was do have a closing theme song one of the best yeah right yeah, there close it up Oh, where is it? <laughs> Otherwise, we'll be in an infinite loop of Taffer. It'd be cool if someone could be Canada's Taffer. Like, we could do our own show, you know what I mean? Who would like, it be? Like, Kevin O'Leary? Whoa. No, no. I'm just trying to think of someone who's... Canada's. No, I guess I'm been. thinking of someone who's already famous. You know who it, it would have been, to be? Uh, before he got into ill health, but I think Bret Hart. Bret the Hitman Bret the Hitman Hart would have been pretty good. He could have laid it down, yeah, yeah. Or like, Owen Hart. <laughs> See, why is Owen Hart so much funnier? Probably because he's dead. I think it's probably tragic. <laughs> Don Cherry could do it too, probably. Oh, Don Cherry. He yeah, a little yeah. old now. Yeah, he's yeah. too old for sure, but he loves to drink though too. Back I in the guess. day. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, back. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, old Don Cherry would have been great for yeah. sure. He'd say, is this a whites or a colored spark? <laughs> 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 and Ron would be like, they'd have to have Ron McLean. Like, oh, Don. Good night. <laughs> Ron just off at the side. Yeah. Ron just like, oh, boy. Uh, Don, I think they uh, they think they let everyone in here. That's, that's, uh, it's 1999. Yeah, even Europeans. Yeah. <laughs> he hates Europeans. Yeah, that so would have been all his jokes. Like, everything would have been, it would have been like a European. Yeah, they've got like a Don. sneeze guard on the salad bar. He's like, the salad bar is a visor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Look at this pussy salad bar <laughs> yeah. wearing a visor. Uh, I think it's time to go from there into the oh, top three we got questions. Some three questions. They'll be Absolutely. shorter than last. Last week's was, I mean, those La- were some fantastic Last week's was questions. probably our best mailbag ever. Yeah, so tough to follow, but yeah. we've got some good ones this oh, week. Oh, cool. So. No, I really wish I was here last we, week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah everything about four. last week's yeah. show was better. Like the, <laughs> sex, the sex stuff. The top yeah, three yeah. questions of the week. Hey, yo, it's the top three questions of the week on Real Good Show. You know what the fuck it is, bitch? We murdering CFL podcasts up in this motherfucker. Russell, look out. There we go. Stefan, what's in the mailbag this week? Did you like the theme song? You murdered. What is it? I didn't understand. Oh, we we had a rival podcast. There was was a CFL podcast. And then after we started making fun of them on our show, they stopped doing their show. No, no, no. no, So you guys are bullies. Well, no, they said they liked our show. And oh, we stopped that's, making oh, fun yeah, of them. That's yeah. why. Yeah. 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 So we were like, oh. John Fraser's yeah. still nice yeah. to me on oh, Twitter. Oh, he's, he's super he nice to me. He's like the best guy. Yeah, he's a great guy. We I like, love we the actually CFL. Like CFL. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah, I've, seen, I've had season tickets for the BC Lions for 15 years. I'd love, maybe I'll go on that podcast. Yeah, <laughs> to, to and out. 
I'll tell with John Fraser I'll and say, Travis you, guys, you should hear the shit they're talking over there. <laughs> oh, they know. They've heard it. Oh, yeah, there's mics. Yeah, we're not just hanging out in my apartment. We're hanging out in a very regimented way. Yeah. So, Chris, it's been fun talking. How about, so we're going to ask you some questions. Yeah. So, question number one here is from. This is worth 100 points. Yes. Okay. Wait, wait, what's Really? Points? Yeah. So, we give people points for the top three questions of the week. Third gets. It's 100, second gets 200, first gets Oh, 200. I can't get points. No, you no, don't get points. No, yeah. unfortunately. The question askers. Yeah, yeah. they get points the and then they get a shirt. But you can just have a shirt if you want. Yeah, I want one. Okay, <laughs> deal. <laughs> uh, so question number three, I guess, is from at Mouse Rat Fan, And he asked, do you think there will be a new sport with a real professional league within the next 20 years? And I'm going to say yes, and Slam Ball is going to be coming back. But we're, that's we're, not a new sport, is it? But I think it's like... Dude, is that what does no, the question guess, mean? Yeah. Is it Pro totally sport. newly invented? That's oh, crazy. I guess, yeah. See if that that question is no. There's no way there would no, be. No, I, I think that he's just asking if there's going to be a, a sport that has a professional league because we can't really speculate on, on a new sport. A new yeah. Sport so in that, in that case, slam ball coming back. I guess it's not a new league. It but would be though because no, it would be away. a new league. Though. I could see slam ball coming. We're we're overdue for slam and ball. also slam, slam ball. ball. I, it's tough to say slam ball was a professional league. Do you remember that? Do you see how high those guys could jump? Oh, it was the best thing I've ever seen. Slam ball penalty shots was pretty much the greatest five seconds in sports. It was a Mason something. It was a guy who invented it. He was this guy, and he was not very good at all at (laughs) slam ball, but he played on one of the teams because he invented it, and he (laughs) would just get dominated. That was (laughs) one of my favorite parts. you like if James Naismith had to play for like the Boston Celtics for his entire life? The guy had like, he was like my build, you know? He was just like this little like sort of... They just let him play? Yeah, he invented the league. He he invented the whole game. He started all of it. They had to let him play. That's so funny. He He had all the equipment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be great. Like, if we don't do this, I'm taking my TV he's deal like, and I'm going home. He's like, I'm taking all my big fucking trampolines. <laughs> <laughs> they should have like in the same way that Winnipeg had that massive portrait of the Queen. It's just his face and it's hanging in the back. <laughs> that, <laughs> the I mean, that would be amazing. If I had a league, I would have that. I mean, because he like he really should be getting a cut of all of the like indoor air parks or whatever. Yeah, I mean, he basically started that. Yeah. But, were, but were there indoor air parks before Slam? I don't and think I wonder so. if it would all be about if he got some patent on that technology or but you could but you really. could it was I just mean, putting trampolines yeah in but i mean you can patent things like that I like you know. could probably patent the sport like the rules yeah, yeah. but yeah. i don't yeah. know if you could patent like the there's, air park there's one thing. of those out in like richmond there or is something, yeah and langley sure. yeah yeah i've never been but I've i, heard I would amazing. like to go but like i know i would hurt myself oh for sure, for sure. We're, we're way too old yeah. like i played bubble soccer in the summer and like it was fun but I'm too like no. Yeah, you know. I just yeah. Some people play real sports this age. I feel like 20 <laughs> yeah, years. I do, I do play real sports <laughs> too, too, but I but I'm good at them. It's oh, a little, you mean like you're right, you're right. You know like what a, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like to just play bubble soccer where you're like legitimately trying to run over people or like tra- trampoline basketball or trampoline you're basketball, jump basketball as high as or you're just yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah That's right. more what I mean. Like I've been playing hockey my whole life. Like yes, I might still get hurt, but it's reasonable for me to expect that I won't. Yeah. I, I just I just uh, feel like twenty years is an awfully long time. Like if we go back twenty years, I don't think UFC really exists. Or that if it does, 90s, it's like yeah. in its very nascent stages. Well, and UFC and was, was like insane. crazy yeah. at the beginning. I yeah. watched since the start. It was nuts. You had to buy it on DVD before. Yeah, I would they, watch they the, VHS, the VHS, yeah. Yeah, the VHS, tapes. Yeah, VHS. Yeah, VHS. Yeah, VHS. Yeah, VHS. Yeah, VHS. Yeah, VHS. Ye
Oh man, yeah, it was real. And it was and crazy. Well, you were allowed to like kick people in the dick. <laughs> yeah. That was a legal maneuver to kick people in the dick. Everything was, was no legal. only yeah, no, biting, no eye gouging, eye gouging right? and yeah. fish hooking. Those are the only three original rules: fish hooking and grab someone right. by like the cheek and pull. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that and then eye gouging and biting. Those are the only three rules. Oh yeah, and you start. could just like if people were on the mat, you could knee their head into the mat. Well, there's shit, Joe's like, son who Joe's son. He's like a, he's a MMA guy, a UFC fighter, and also he was in uh, he was odd job in. Uh, Austin Powers, the guy who throws his oh, shoe. Yeah, yeah. That, that guy is like a big like Asian. <laughs> what dude. do they call him in Austin Powers? Oddball. Or odd something? job. Odd job. Do they call him Odd, job, odd job in Austin Powers yeah. too? I think so. That's his oh, name is that the, that's, that's the golden. Oh yeah, yeah, I forget. I think it's his name else. is Random. Random task. task. You're right. Oh, okay. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh but, yeah. So <laughs> right. so he odd he job. was he was fighting in a nice. in a in a match and he. Uh, and some guy like had him in like a crucifix. He was like holding him and had his like arms, and he was just kneeing him in the dick like over and over and over again. And it was perfectly legal and like punching him in the dick like. And then go here's the here's the crazy though. This is where it takes a crazy turn. <laughs> Turns out that afterwards they found out that Joe Sun was a rapist. And he had raped and brutally raped a woman and they hadn't found out. So this guy was like, it's like he knew somehow and he was punching the guy's dick like as a punishment. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that crazy? And Joe's son went to jail and murdered his cellmate. And he's like on death row or something. And he did really? a movie with like Mike Myers. Yeah. And he did all these things before he did that movie. Right. Like he, he did not the murdering of the cellmate. But, but he how did he even get into the movie then? Because they, he hadn't been, he didn't get caught until afterwards. Oh. He got caught afterwards, and then he went to jail for this brutal right. rape. And then he and then he murdered his cellmate, Joe Sun. <laughs> <laughs> UFC wow, 20, 20 years from now, he but might yeah. be the guy founding the new league if he but, gets out of prison in time. Yeah, he's he's probably get he's probably doing some fighting of his own right now. But yeah, that that was like that video was crazy. It's like shared around all over the internet. Like it's like a faint, it was like a viral video of like this dude helping. just getting punched in the yeah. dick over and over. We'll watch that after the yeah. After let's the see. Well, I'll see if I can bring sure. it up. Yeah. Old school UFC. But I think we're all we're we, so we're all sort of agreeing it's very possible. Yeah, I think it's quite likely. Yeah. Twenty years is a long time. Yeah, I don't. I have think no idea what I don't the sport so. is. It might not be like successful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so question number two is friend of the show. How do you spell Joe Sun? Uh, Joe and then S O N. Oh, S O N. Yeah. Tom Hanna. Okay. And he asks, which is better, a real huge guy or a really small guy succeeding in sports? E.g., a lineman scoring a touchdown or a five-foot guy dunking? Oh, five-foot guy dunking. Fat guy touchdowns are pretty... They're pretty cool, but I don't know. I th- like, you think... I mean, there's only... who's That's only one guy, by the way, five-foot guy dunking, too. Yeah, I guess, like... It's the, just Spud Webb, yeah. right? That's the only person. And that was, like, the craziest thing ever. Yeah. the fa- I mean, the fat guy touchdown is, like... The fat guy's, like, closer to, like, a normal-sized <laughs> oh football guy. God. How have I never <laughs> seen this? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, a, like, a short... Uh, a short gif. Oh, he's, yeah, he's just punching him in the dick. Like, oh, <laughs> that's such a huge punch. Yeah, he's winding up. Yeah, I think oh the, the small guy's more impressive. Oh, here we go. Because the big guy, guy is reported like... or punched repeatedly. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, it's, it's, okay. oh, it's 30 seconds. Okay. Oh, that is the same guy. Yeah, yeah it is. That's him. Did he win? Did he end up winning that fight? Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, 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 no. He lost. Oh, he really? lost. <laughs> he, yeah, oh, he's, he's like, like taunting this guy. It's, de- it's definitely the tiny guy is more impressive. Yes, yeah. most definitely. Because, like, I feel like, yeah, fat guy touchdowns are great. But, like, in the world of football, like, how many deflections are there where a fat yeah. guy could hypothetically catch a ball? And also, he's really big. Scoring position so. And point. it happens. I mean, you yeah. watch it. It happens, it, yeah. you know, quite often. You see a little guy dunk like that, it happens. You know what? I'll, I'll throw in there a much more impressive one 
is uh is there's this there was a super small woman who used to play who's like five foot one or five foot two who could dunk like a full ten foot hoop. That that's crazy. Fuck. That's like, yeah, that's that's cool. That's even much short. better. Than yeah, five one is like really short. Yeah, that's yeah, it's insane. It's crazy. Yeah, Spud those that Spud Web that's. Because the, the dunks he was doing were, were just like... Oh, they were like nice dunks. He was doing yeah. like 360s. Oh, yeah, so. ludicrous dunks, yeah. I feel like you need like the small stature to really qualify for underdog status also. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, the fat guy's not an underdog. Yeah. He's just like an offensive lineman. I mean, like he's, he's an unlikely hero, yeah, but, but he's not an underdog. Yeah. So question number one... Although I will say... Roy Nelson is kind of fun to watch in the yeah, UFC most as definitely. like a fat, just kind of like what a fat, shaped dude. Yeah, and Butterbean. Cabbage, yeah. if you guys know, that's a bit of a more of a deep cut, though. Cabbage was this fat guy who had like a helmet <laughs> underneath his skin, <laughs> and he would just get punched <laughs> like like a million times in a fight. Like the Homer Simpson boxing It was episode. insane, man. There's a fight between him and Tim Sylvia where he, where he takes like 250 head, head shots. His name's Cabbage. That's what he goes by. He's insane. Yeah, he was just fat and just... Yeah, yeah, would just brawl. And so he would just tire them out and then... Yeah, he was like pretty good, but he was like, a, you know, he would fight. Right. He was like but a freak of nature. Totally. And then yeah. he would get in fights because back then, too, it was like way more brutal. Yeah, like right. People didn't shy away from that at all. So everyone was just like, yeah, like get them out there smashing each other for three rounds. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, question number one is from PFT Commenter, who's a very funny guy. Paul F. Tompkins Commenter? Uh, pro Football Pro talk Football commenter. Talk okay. Commenter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he asks, uh, what would be the most difficult sport to play with an erection? Ooh. I'm not talking difficulty, but I will say that swimming, it would certainly affect your times. If you're like an Olympic swimmer. Yeah, you most definitely because it would drag. Or you would just talk. You'd what talk about here. golfing? I'm going really to go pole vault. Oh, yeah. Because we saw a lot of like bulge issues and at those the are, Olympics. Those are flaccid. Yeah, those are flaccid. And that was just like... Ball sack and flaccid dick. Yeah. How about this? Ball? I got one though. <laughs> 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 how about uh, how about a children's football game? <laughs> yeah, wait, but what role are you? What role are you? You're the coach. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not. You're getting shut. Down. You're getting. You're getting that shut down quick. Good luck. Tavern's rolling in. Yeah. yeah. I don't think we're topping that. No. One. That's uh, that's it. That's as good as it's gonna get right there. It's probably the worst thing anyone's ever said on the show. I'm sorry. No, no, it's not. It's I could great. have not said it. I no, really no, it thought was... about it. I thought about not saying it. Like I have that voice in my head that's like, hey, people don't think that kind of thing is good. <laughs> <laughs> but I have this other voice that's like, ah, oh, but it's really funny. <laughs> no, yeah, trust that voice. Yeah, so, yeah I think right. our listeners will enjoy that. They yeah, will definitely yeah. enjoy it. Oh, for sure. with that. oh, what does that mean? <laughs> no, they'll like it. Your like, listeners find it funny. are a bunch of pedos. <laughs> <laughs> He's like winking at me, like, hey, I think they'll get it. I think the people who listen to this will uh, understand what you're saying. <laughs> With that, we will move on from the Twitter questions into everybody's favorite segment because it means we're on the home stretch. It's the final segment of the program, Chris, where we make a cultural recommendation. Pick something we like from the world at large because we usually talk about sports that we hate. So it's a positive note to end the show on. The cherry on top of our cynical Sunday, some might say. One good thing.
If a lot of people love each other, the world would be a better place to live. Gentlemen, what do you like this week? I'm going to stick with Twitter. I think I did Twitter last week, too. Yeah, you did a Newt Gingrich tweet last yeah, week. Yeah, I'm going to just say Wesley Snipes' Twitter account. It's just... <laughs> it's just it's wonderful. General? No, he's great. He just has so much fun yeah. in there. He replies to like literally everyone. Now, do you feel like it is actually him, or are oh, we yeah. dealing with like an Iron Sheik situation no. here? No, that's it's Wes. He has a lot of time on his hands, man. Yeah, well, I, I think I he's out of so. prison now. Yeah, but, yeah, he is. Uh, no, he's just like genuinely good at Twitter, and it's like you don't necessarily expect it, you know, from like cele- like celebrities in general aren't always they're just. Oh, most of them are terrible. His Twitter yeah. game would have been like hardened in prison. Maybe and, that's yeah. Maybe that's what yeah. it was. And athletes too. Yeah, usually all terrible. But Wesley Snipes on really. like I recommend him wholeheartedly. He's fantastic on Twitter. Very funny. and in real life. Too. Yeah. Nice. So, so you think this will start or spark some kind of like career resurgence for him? I, make, I'm more like, likely to go see a Wesley Snipes movie now. They're gonna make sure. Blade Four based entirely on his Twitter resurgence. I, I think they should. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Chris, do you want to go? Um, what am I supposed to do? Just, recommend yeah, something? Pick yeah, something it could that be like, like a book or a movie or an album or anything. Um, oh, you should. There's a. How about an individual tweet? Sure, sure. Yeah, absolutely. I did that last week. I mean, I so. don't know how you'll get to it because I don't know how to like. Ref, but there's a tweet by this guy called Brendan O'Hare. Oh yeah, you know Brendan O'Hare. Know, yeah. So Brendan O'Hare is my favorite tweet of all times. It's like, um, it's a picture of. Uh, he says, he says, it makes me laugh to think about it. Sometimes I just go and look at it when I'm having a bad day. And I like look at it. So he, it, he posts a picture up and he says, I found this in my neighborhood. And it's a picture. And it's a picture of the guy Sully. Oh, so, yeah. Sully Sullenberger. And yeah. it says, hey, uh, I made a movie. It's about the time that I crashed a plane from birds. <laughs> yeah. I hope you come see it. <laughs> it's a picture of Sully. And he's like, It's actually, on like a telephone pole. Yeah, like yeah, a yeah, telephone pole. Yeah. Like Sully went around the neighborhoods <laughs> as a marketing campaign <laughs> and posted this thing. And it's so like earnest. Like, Well, doesn't it have little pole tabs on the bottom? It does. It yeah, says yeah, like yeah. Sully movie yeah, on it yeah. or something like that. Yeah. It's one of the fun. It's. I yeah, it's my favorite. Brandon O'Hare is, is fantastic. He's an amazing yeah. Twitter guy. He's my favorite probably right now. But yeah, that tweet specifically, I don't. It's hard because that tweet's so good. I always like hold him to the highest standard now. So I'm always <laughs> right. like, yeah. I'm when it's like, not that great, you're like, oh, okay. yeah, I want it to. But be. it's so hard to be that good all the time, you know. Yeah, it's my favorite tweet ever. Yeah. I've oh, heard man. that movie has like an insane surreal ending to it. Oh really? That they're like in the like hearings of like. Well, should he have flown the plane into the river or not? The computer simulator says he didn't have to. Did he have to? That's like the drama of the movie or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And they're like having this final hearing. He's like in a, I want to say like military court or whatever, but it's not military. It's like air marshals or whatever the fuck. And uh, so they, I, I assume he's been absolved at this point. And the final line of the movie is like, so... Uh, is there anything that you would change about how it all went down? And he just like, I can't remember if it's him or if it's Aaron Eckhart, who's like his mustachioed co-pilot, but one of them just like looks at the judge and is like, yeah, 
I would have done it in the summertime. And everybody has like a massive knee slapping like sitcom laugh. Doesn't it freeze frame? And then too? they freeze frame on them all just like <laughs> yucking it up on what? that horrible yeah, dad joke. And that's the end of the movie. That's an amazing way to end a serious movie. <laughs> yeah, that's movie. actually pretty good. Because it's not a comedy movie? <laughs> no. It's like it's him landing the plane. Yeah, that's amazing. I went to New York and saw that I, and I saw that river there and all I thought about was old Sully. <laughs> Sullenberger. <laughs> I thought, wow, what a crazy thing. Nice. <laughs> um, I think my favorite tweet is from at Skull Mandible. The most cutting thing you can say is, who's this clown? Because it, it implies, A, they're a clown, and B, not even one of the better known clowns. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's, that's probably my favorite. Pretty classic. Uh, but I'm not going to recommend a uh, tweet this week. I'm going to recommend an album by a band called Pine Grove. The album is called Cardinal. And uh, I heard about it when it came out, and I listened to it a little bit. And for some reason, I didn't like it. It came, back, it came out back in like May, I think. And then I heard it again recently because it was making a lot of like top album of the year lists. And it's really fucking good. I don't really know how to describe it. It's like, uh, it's kind of like got sort of an alt rock feel, but like with some country leanings and some emo leanings. And yeah, it's just awesome. The, the main guy's a really incredible songwriter and the album's great. So yeah, just listen to it. Pine Grove cardinal and if i had to suggest one track i would suggest old friends it is the first track on the album all right well hopefully we'll hear a little bit of that to take us out sure later in the program uh but i'm gonna recommend surprise surprise a movie from a netflix film. no not from netflix oh. i actually paid money to go see it in the Whoa, theater justin i've been catching up there's a lot of things that are in theaters right now that i really want to see and i saw one of them last night and I was probably predisposed to like it because I'm a big fucking nerd like that. <laughs> uh, but it was really, really good, like beyond my expectations for it. And the film is Doctor Strange. It's oh, fun. Oh man, I thought I everybody it. hated it. It's hey, it's fun. Didn't everybody hate what it? What is it? Um, what is it? I could see like that one with Benedict Cumberbatch is like this Marvel superhero sorcerer magician. I know for sure if Benedict Cumberbatch is in a movie that I won't watch it. <laughs> That's like a hundred percent for it, me. It, uh, Why? Is I there don't know. One you saw that you nope, hated? No, never have watched one. Oh, okay, you know, it, I'm, I find it was him off-putting. It, it tries to do the comic relief thing that's in like every Marvel comic book movie, but like the humor in it is a lot drier than say the Avengers. So a lot of the jokes landed really flat in the theater that I was in last night. But I still thought it was mildly. Well, I like that the, he's like just supposed to be an asshole. Yeah, that's the whole. thing. And also, just like it basically took my favorite sequence from Ant Man, where it gets all crazy psychedelic in the teeny tiny microscopic world, and stretched that into like let's do a whole movie of really fucked up psychedelic visuals yeah so it was incredibly stylish i loved the visual aspect of the entire thing and just had a lot of fun with it and thought it was really refreshing to see a movie where the hero wins by being clever and just smarter than everyone else so it was the final the entire finale that's of the your movie, dream hero where he's just smarter than everyone the else? entire finale of the film takes place it's like an action sequence as time is moving backwards so they're like having a fight while buildings are like toppling upwards so that was really cool and then it's like very smart how he resolves the overall conflict in the end as well i really really enjoyed the movie strongly recommend marvel studios dr strange you see it in 3d yeah, yeah is it a 3d must oh it was good yeah, yeah most good. of those are right it was yeah, the visuals in that for sure yes definitely i no. hate 3d movies yeah well, you wear glasses though but you're predisposed. Oh, to I like would just never. I just time. never. No, it's my vertigo. But uh, I, and I also never liked him to begin with. 
Okay. And are cartoons getting... are terrible. Like that was the first thing that came out in 3D, and I love cartoons, and I feel like cartoons are way worse in 3D. It like really muddies the colors and stuff, but I'm not into it. Well, speaking of cartoons, I got to see Moana. I haven't seen it yet. Anyway. Yeah, that's on my list also. Yeah, gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> With that, I only ever see cartoons in theaters. So. That will do it for this week's episode. Our roommate is Brooke Halverson. She's back. Home for winter break. Oh, it's nice. Back, and uh, that means that George is here also. George so he's is technically here too. our roommate too. Yep. Uh, our producer is Jessica Sands. Our intern is SeatGeek, promo code real good. Our guest has been the delightful Chris James. Chris, it's been a treat having you here. Sweet. It was so much fun. I just wanted to say that J. Cole went platinum with no features. (laughs) 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 Don't forever forget that. (laughs) And until next week, I'm Justin Morissette. Stefan Hack. John Cullen. Be real. Be good. Be real good. Batman? Chris James, because you just cut him off and you didn't let him do this. Uh, you didn't let him say Chris James. Oh, oh yeah. was I supposed to say it? No, no. Well, we always even say Justin Morissette, Stephen Heck, John Cullen, Chris Sorry, James. Sorry, I was really focused on like, no, that. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say Batman, though, just okay. for the record. I thought so. I we was going to say Batman. It. So no, that's okay. This, no. is, this is authentic. This is good. I yeah, was going to say Batman, this. though. Yeah, you, so can, that, you can say your name so now. Because I know we have hardcore fans that will that are counting every time Stefan and I match the word. So that should count as a match, because I was going to say Batman, but I had to say Chris because we left him out. But we can redo it as our sign-off from the show, period. We won't even have any after-amble. We'll just do it again. Do not edit it. We'll just do it again, but we'll nail it with Chris in it. I'm Justin Morissette. Stefan Hack. John Cullen. Chris James. Be real. Be good. Be real good. Chris James. Chris James. Uwe Gary Batman. Walking outside labyrinthian over cracks along under the trees I know this town grounded in a compass Cardinal landing in the dogwood I keep going over it over and over My steps iterate my shame How come every outcome such come down Lately afternoon with the shades drawn down Kept saying I just wanted to see it Saying what's wrong with that needle shaking outlines in a compass Every outcome such a come Yeah, Robert yeah, Durst is the best, though. Yeah, he's the best. No, he's so <laughs> I, funny. And then they they zoom right in on his face in the interview, and he's like, does all these weird twitch. He's got things. like black like, eyes. Oh, too. he's fucking so disturbing. He's such a creep. He's uh, really rich, by the way, too, John. Right. That's yeah, I think I knew that. He looks like he should be like a wealthy Republican donor. Yeah, totally. And his family is like his family is like, like yeah, owns I, I, owns buildings in New York and yeah. Manhattan. Like, like, whole, like how yeah. fucking Sheldon Adelson looks like li- literally a monster. <laughs> and, tr- and the Trumps, the Trumps, like the Trump kids. You know, yeah. like how they look that way. Like vampires. Yeah, yeah, like evil people.
Hang out. We'll talk a lot of Trump. <laughs> <laughs> That's what our show's about, baby. I like to talk Trump, you know? <laughs> just bring it up. Like, I like to disconnect it, like, when there's oh, even yeah, just, like, a real sort of real loose connection in yeah. the conversation. I'll be like, oh, yeah, and Trump. You know, we'll get on to Trump, you know? <laughs> Mostly I'll just get him to, like, lock her up, you know? <laughs> did you hear about that emoji thing today? No, no. Where he didn't... So he had, like, a meeting with all, like, the heads of, like, the tech companies, and he didn't let Twitter come to the meeting nice, because uh, Twitter nice Twitter wouldn't make a Crooked Hillary emoji for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like specifically, graphic to the hashtag. That's bullshit because yeah. that would have been a sick emoji. Yeah, and the, the emoji was <laughs> yeah. uh, a bag of money with like Hillary hair or something. I, I was think. thinking it would be like her face and like stocks and pillars. I was All thinking, yeah. I was thinking was that it was Hillary and then leaning just slightly. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's an emoji, so you think yeah. of it as like a literal, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, but, yeah. yeah that's, uh, that's cool that you did that. You misspelled ridiculous in that, in that tweet. Oh, yeah, with the oh, E. Yeah. Yeah. Red and then everyone's like, "It's a typo," and they're like, "No, you gotta look at your at your typewriter, yeah, <laughs> and just figure out that that's no typo." It's <laughs> also like it's an autocorrect, so he's like, "Nah, nah, <laughs> yeah, we're good, <laughs> we're good." Yeah. Well, he's just typed it that way so many times. That is, yeah. that that just like doesn't autocorrect, just accepts it. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Probably you're right. Yeah, totally. Oh man. All right, shall we begin? On the official rankings, I'm pretty low, but I think actual rankings that should be like probably top three because they don't count effort and like how hard you try and I'm really far up there.